Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text message line now where you can message me directly if you want to share a question, you want to share a challenge, you want to get every now and then an uplifting, inspiring, motivating, kicking the butt message from me. Text me at my number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. You can message me directly and be in my text community right now. All long-term success is planned, folks. It does not happen by accident. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. What can you get? Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Calling all forward-thinking parents. Are you looking to secure your family's financial future? then say hello to Stash Investments. Ready to hear something amazing about them? By using my exclusive link at workonyourgame.com slash stash, you'll get a fantastic $20 worth of free stock to kickstart your investing journey. Stash is designed to simplify investing for everyone, starting with as little as $5. Now here's the game changer. You can create custodial accounts for your under 18 children and teach them the ropes of investing while they are young. Imagine becoming an owner of your favorite companies. With Stash, you're not just a spectator, you are now a stakeholder. It's time to invest in your family's future. Join Stash today at workonyourgame.com slash stash and claim your $20 worth of free stock. Stash Investments, where family dreams take root. Start with a little, teach a lot, and watch your wealth flourish. Visit workonyourgame.com slash stash and set your family on the path to financial success. Offer valid for a limited time and subject to terms. Investment involves risk. See website for details. Are you concerned about the harmful effects of drinking water out of plastic bottles? If you're not, you should be, because if you knew what you were drinking when you drink out of a plastic bottle, well, just understand this. You're drinking plastic. Now, you probably don't want to do that. So introducing AquaTrue, the cutting edge reverse osmosis water purifier that provides a sustainable alternative for clean and safe drinking water. Plastic bottles contribute to the pollution and harm of our environment. With AquaTrue, you can eliminate the need for single-use plastic bottles and enjoy the convenience of having pure, refreshing water right at your fingertips. AquaTrue's advanced filtration technology removes contaminants, chemicals, and impurities, ensuring that every sip you take is free from harmful substances. Say goodbye to the uncertainty of bottled water and embrace a more eco-friendly solution. And here's the best part. As a conscious consumer and follower of work on your game, we're going to give you $100 off of any of AquaTrue's top of the line models. That's either the AquaTrue Classic, AquaTrue Connect, AquaTrue Undersink, or AquaTrue Carafe. You're making a positive impact on both your health and the environment at the same time. They call that two birds with one stone. By choosing AquaTrue, 
You're not only investing in your well-being, but also taking a step towards reducing plastic waste. And if you're like me and you live near water, you see what happens to the plastic waste that a lot of people throw away. It ends up in the ocean, killing our fish, making the beaches hard to swim in. You don't want to take your kids there because of all this plastic waste. With AquaTrue, we can eliminate all of that. So here's what you do. Visit workonyourgame.com slash AT. That's workonyourgame.com slash AT for AquaTrue today to explore our range of products and claim your $100 discount. Make a sustainable choice and join the AquaTrue true water warrior community right now again that link is work on your slash at choose aqua true and say goodbye to the plastic bottles while enjoying pure refreshing water that is better for you and better for the planet you're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically in the mental toughness to continue showing up doing the work Putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called Work On Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is stop competing and start dominating. Before we get into this, I remind everybody, I send out a text message every single day, free of charge, guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start the day. I call it the daily motivation. All you got to do to receive it is join my text community by texting me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day when that daily motivation text goes out, because you're a member of my text community, for that reason alone, you'll be getting this message straight to your phone. Secondly, what do you do with the rest of the day? So you start your day focus, sharp, and on point, like I said, but now you got the whole rest of the day that you need to live out the other 23 plus hours. What do you do? Well, you join Work On Your Game University because that's where you can work with me directly. You can be coached by me. You get access to our best stuff like Bulletproof Mindset 2.0, like the Business Builder Framework, like the Next Mission Framework, like the Work On Your Game system, like 30 Days of Discipline, Sell Yourself, Content Machine, a whole bunch more material. All of that is available only in one place, which is Work On Your Game University. The way you join it is by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That link, along with the number to get my daily motivation text, if you missed it, are both down below in the description to this episode. So with that out the way, let's get into this topic, which is stop competing and start dominating. This is an idea that I've heard many people in the leadership category talk about over the years. I've heard it from so many different people. I'm not even going to credit any one person because I've heard a lot of people who I respect, people who I listen to, people whose material I consume and have even invested in talk about this. So I feel it's time for me to make my own version of it, which is inspired by the things that I've heard from all those folks. But I'm going to give my own spin to it, of course. Now, whether it was somebody in the business world, I've heard talk about this. I've heard people talk about this in the sports world and also people somewhere in between. It is also a really good framework for developing and sharpening our focus and directing our attention towards what we need to be locked in on, as opposed to what the world tries to get us to pay attention to, because we all understand especially if you're a regular listener to this show, that most people are by definition average. So if we just focus on what the world is trying to get us to pay attention to, the world's trying to get us to be average, but you're not dominating if you're being average. If you're being average, usually that's because you're competing. You're trying to see what everybody else is doing and you're making your adjustments based off that. Instead, if you dominate, you have everybody looking at you instead of you looking at them. You're looking at your goals that you set for yourself, your own standards, rather than what everybody else is doing because what everybody else is doing really in a big picture doesn't really matter if you are of the mindset of dominating, which is what I plan to have you in by the time this episode is over. 
And I'll tell you how you can make sure this gets locked in permanently with you. Point number one, topic once again is stop competing and start dominating. Number one, the best in every category is not really in competition with anyone else. The best person in every category is not in competition. That person or that company or whatever it is, that group, that team, they stand alone. There's not really competition. Who is McDonald's competition for serving burgers and fries? Now, of course, there are other companies that serve burgers and fries. There's a local burger joint in your town that serves burgers and fries. You got Wendy's, you got Burger King, you got Arby's, you got Chick-fil-A. Are any of them really in competition with McDonald's? Or let's put it another way. Is McDonald's in competition with them? The answer is no. McDonald's doesn't really have any competition. They are number one. They are far and away ahead of all of those other companies. Those other companies are trying to do stuff to keep up with McDonald's, but McDonald's is not doing McDonald's is not looking at them trying to say, hey, what's Burger King doing? What do we what should we do next based on what Burger King's last move was? That doesn't happen at McDonald's. Now, is Burger King having that conversation about McDonald's? Yes, because Burger King is competing, but McDonald's is dominating. They don't have to think about that. Everybody follow where I'm coming from here. Okay, think about someone like Michael Phelps. So we go to an individual in the sports world. Michael Phelps, when he won all those gold medals in swimming, especially that one year where he set the record, which was, I believe, the 2008 Olympics when he won all those goals and came back 2012, won more goals. Who was Michael Phelps' competition when he was winning all those gold medals? Name the other swimmer that he was competing against. Only ones listening to me right now who can name any other swimmer who was competing against Michael Phelps in those Olympics when he was winning those goals is any of you who is actual a competitive swimmer. So you know all the names of the competitive swimmers. The rest of us, we know Michael Phelps' name. Name another swimmer. Or you can't name one. All right, who was his competition? He didn't have any competition. He wasn't competing against them. They were competing against him. They were trying to keep up. They said, right, what did Michael Phelps do? What time is he hitting? All right, what medal was he going to win? Let me see if I can try to beat him. But Michael Phelps wasn't looking at any of them like he needed to beat them. All right, they were all trying to beat him. All right, Tiger Woods in golf. When Tiger was at his peak, who was his competition? He didn't really have any. Now, that every once in a while, not once in a while, but in golf, there's so many tournaments. There were tournaments where Tiger Woods did not win. There are tournaments in Tiger where somebody else got the, the championship in the first place and Tiger might have come in third or fifth or eighth or something like that. But in the big picture, over the course of the entire season, what golfer was Tiger Woods competing against? The answer is nobody. All the other golfers were trying to beat him or worried about what he was doing. He was not concerned with them. Well, Michael Jordan in basketball in his heyday, who was his competition? Nobody. Doesn't mean he didn't compete. Doesn't mean he didn't know he looked at an opponent and said, I got to beat this guy. And most of the time, he ended up beating them. Who was his competition? Nobody. He wasn't competing against them. Michael Jordan said himself. He set standards for himself that were so high that they were higher than anything that anyone else could expect of him. And that was one of the reasons why he was such a great performer, because his standards were not based on what other people wanted him to do. They were based on what he wanted to do for himself. In the tech space these days, who's Apple's competition? They don't really have a comp. They don't have competition. They're not looking at anyone trying to figure out what to do next. Who's Amazon's competition? And selling, selling anything to and everything to everybody who is Amazon competing against. They don't really have a competitor. Maybe you could say Walmart, but in what Amazon is doing, uh, really, Walmart is not really their competition. I would think Walmart's looking at Amazon more than Amazon's looking at Walmart, but they actually both have a little bit different spaces because Amazon is, for the most part, online. Now, Walmart sells stuff online, but Walmart is mostly, I would guess, Walmart does a good amount of their business through their brick and mortar. Uh, these big box locations that they have strategically placed all around the country. So they're not really competing in, neither one of them is really competing against anybody. So if you think about it, of all these entities that I named, none of them really has or had a chief competitor. 
their competition was them seeing how much better they could do than they were already doing. And every once in a while, there might be some new upstart that jumps in and makes it interesting on a temporary basis. Like, oh, this company might pass this person. This person might be the next Michael Jordan. This person might beat Michael Phelps. This golfer might beat Tiger Woods, but none of them ever materialize. You notice that? None of those would-be competitors lasted very long. So McDonald's, Michael Phelps, Tiger, Michael Jordan, Amazon, Apple, they were really in competition with themselves. And it should be noted, one of the reasons why they were the best at what they did is because they were in competition with themselves. So it's not they were the best, so they were in competition with themselves. No, because they were in competition with themselves is why they were the best. So all of you can take something from that. You don't need to be looking at the other teams in your league or the other players who are playing your sport or the other businesses in your neighborhood or the other people who are in your space, the other speakers or the other podcasters or the other authors out there. You're not in competition with them. You don't want to be competing against them because if you compete against other people, then your standards and the bars that you need to clear are based on what everybody else is doing. You don't want to be doing it. That's competing. Instead, you want to be dominating to where you're setting bars based on what you can do and focusing on your stuff so that you going to that bar puts you so far ahead of everybody else that is no longer in competition. And it doesn't even matter what anybody else does. So you start the game by being in competition with yourself. And because of that, you dominate the space. It's not the other way around. See, you come into the game with that as your baseline idea from the beginning that I'm competing against myself and the standards that I set for me, not what anybody else is doing or what anybody else wants from me or expects from me. Question. Are you looking for a health and wellness upgrade that's as easy as sipping your morning coffee? Or if you're like me, you don't even drink coffee. Meet AG1, the superhero of all-in-one supplements. With just one scoop a day, you'll experience a powerhouse blend of 75 essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that will have you feeling like you can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You can feel like it though, you don't even have to try it. AG1 is your personal health sidekick, packed with prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes to support optimal gut health. Now, what exactly does all that mean? That means you can say goodbye to those pesky nutrient gaps that you have in your system right now, and you probably don't even know it, and say hello to a vitality boost that will make you feel like you have superhuman strength. And this is all natural, clean stuff. But wait, there's more. When you take the leap and join the AG1 revolution right now, you'll unlock an incredible offer. You will enjoy a free one-year supply of vitamin D, which is a vital nutrient for a strong immune system and strong bones with your first order. Plus, you're going to receive five free AG1 travel packs, which are perfect for staying on top of your health routine wherever life takes you. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, you're tired of having to pack eight pills and nine different supplements every time you go somewhere or every time you wake up in the morning, you got to take all these different pills. You don't even know what they are. You can't remember what's what. You don't even know what the ingredients are on these things. Say goodbye to all of that and try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and start your journey to a healthier, happier you. Your body will thank you for joining the AG1 Super Squad. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is stop competing and start dominating. Number two, how do you do this? How do you actually make this happen? You stop measuring yourself by what they do, they being your what used to be your competition. And set your own standards that are based on what you can do 
and what you want to do. That's how you do this. You set your standards based on you, not on them. I heard Tony Robbins say this once at one of his events. He's another good example of someone who's not really competing with anyone. When you talk about personal development or motivational speaking, for example, if you want to put Tony in that category, he probably wouldn't call himself that. But in that motivational speaking category, who's Tony Robbins competition? Who's the next closest person? There isn't anybody. Tony Robbins doesn't really have competition. And I've seen Tony Robbins in live events. The guy does not have competition. He, I remember I was at a conference once and Tony was a guest speaker. And Tony's not the normal guest speaker. So any of you, and most of you know who Tony Robbins is, even if you haven't heard him or seen him in person. But he's not the normal guest speaker. Normal guest speaker, I do guest speaking at conferences. Sorry, people pay me as a keynote speaker. They pay me my fee. I come in, I talk for somewhere between 45 minutes and two hours and I leave. And then they have other speakers who do the same thing. And that's how the conference works. Tony Robbins comes and speaks to your conference. First of all, Tony has his own security that Man's the he has his own security lining the audience while he speaks. So when Tony speaks, he never just stands on the stage and talks. He always gets down off the stage and he walks into the crowd and he like stands like right in front of you. And Tony Robbins like six eight, <laughs> so he stands. He'll stand right in front of you and be giving his speech. He won't always directly address you, but he stands right there. He looks right at you. I remember I was at a conference once. This is before I was wearing the suits and I had on a, a t-shirt and I had on my work on your game hat. And I know he kept looking at the hat. He never said anything, but I see he kept looking at it. He was trying to see what the hat said. He read it, but he didn't say anything. But he walks right up to you. And he's a, Tony's a big guy. He's bigger than me. And so that's one. He has security. So he has like eight security guards, depending on the size of the room, eight security guards who are all, and they don't stand there blocking you, but they kneel, like they crouch down in the aisles of the room, wherever he's speaking, the conference room. And you're not allowed, like, if he's if Tony is standing in between two aisles, you can't walk in between those aisles and walk past him while he's speaking. You're not allowed to walk past him. You got to go around him or wait till he gets done in that space. Then you can go around. So he has his own security, which I've never seen a speaker do that besides the like some government official. He has his own security. And secondly, Tony does not give a 60 minute speech. Now, any of you know anything about Tony Robbins? There's no such thing as a 60 minute Tony Robbins speech. They don't exist. What Tony does is speak for usually four hours. Often he goes longer than that. And this is like normal. Like Tony Robbins will speak for four hours. It doesn't feel like four hours. Like it never feels like, like when is this going to end? You don't feel like that when he's talking. And so he's a lot different than most speakers. And I remember Tony even did a TED talk and TED talks are, it's known that the limit for a TED talk is 18 minutes. So if you go on YouTube and you look up Tony Robbins TED talk, I believe he only did one. Tony Robbins TED talk is 23 minutes. All right, he went over the TED talk limit. Nobody goes over the limit at a TED talk. Tony Robbins went over the limit <laughs> and you should see how he did it because the way he did it was actually very artful. So if you go look up Tony Robbins' TED talk, it was actually a very good talk. Years back, this is before I really got into his material, but it was a very good talk. The whole point is Tony Robbins is a person who's not really competing with anyone. He has no competition when it comes to speaking. He dominates that space of personal development, motivational speaking. It doesn't mean he's not, he's the only one out there that's worth anything, but he dominates the space. And he said, I heard Tony say this, Michael Jordan once told him, told Tony, the reason that Michael was so good, this is Michael talking, the reason I became as good as I am is because I set a standard for myself that's higher than what anybody else could have expected of me. And we can all agree that Michael Jordan did not really have a competitor. I mean, it's one of the reasons why many people consider Michael to be one of the greatest players of all time. There are many who tried to compete against Michael. They, he had people who tried to beat him, but he beat all of them. And every time a new competitor came out, a new a new competitor came out, he beat them. A new one came up, he beat them. He just kept doing it. And while Michael and the others who I mentioned are 
all very skilled and very talented and they have resources and they're very good at what they do. Even the companies, Apple's very good at what they do. We like Apple products, right? We like Amazon. I just got a text message that my Amazon delivery, something that I ordered came in today. Amazon is pretty good at what they do. I think we all can agree. Michael Phelps is a pretty good swimmer. Tony Robbins is a pretty good speaker. That's not the reason why they dominate because there are a lot of people who are pretty good at what they do. They don't dominate. They're still stuck in competition or worse. So it's not skill. It's not a skill difference. It's because of what we're going to talk about in point number three that really separates the these folks that I mentioned. Everybody that I mentioned here, when I mentioned the, the Tiger Woods and I mentioned Tony Robbins and I mentioned Michael Jordan and Michael Phelps, Amazon, Apple, all these companies. Do you know what the main thing is that separates them from everybody else? And if you listen to the show on a regular basis, you should have an idea what the answer is. But I'm going to tell you what it is when we get to point number three, which we are at right now. All right, listen up, because I got a deal that's going to blow your socks off. Audible is handing you a 30 day free trial on a silver platter. That is right. Free access to the entire audiobook library. No strings attached. Imagine that you're out on the grind, in the zone, conquering life. And at the same time, you got audiobooks fueling your brain. And get this, your trial kicks off with a free audiobook. I would suggest my book, The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs. Now, if you're a Prime member, you're in for a treat because you get two free titles to get started. And brace yourself because after that trial, either way, you're only paying $14.95 per month to keep your membership. Yes, that's less than what you probably spend on snacks in a week for access to the vast library of audiobooks out there to feed your brain and feed your mind. So stop settling for mediocrity, start fueling your mind, leveling up your skills and grabbing success by the horns. Go to workonyourgame.com slash audible. Again, that's workonyourgame.com slash audible and take that free trial for a spin. You want more? You want better? Audible's got you covered. Go grab your audiobooks right now at workonyourgame.com slash audible. Point number three, topic once again today is stop competing and start dominating. Number three, this comes back to one of our favorite concepts over here at Work On Your Game, standards. And the reason why Michael Jordan was great as he was as a player and the Michael Phelps and the Tony Robbins and Amazon and Apple and McDonald's, the reason why these entities are so great, and there are many others, I'm just using these because they're pretty famous and almost everybody knows who they are. It's because of standards. This is not a skill difference. It's a psychology difference. Tony Robbins talks about this in one of my favorite books called Unleash the Giant Within. If you haven't read that book, I suggest you go buy it and read it immediately. It's a psychology difference. The difference between Michael Jordan and every other player in the NBA at that time is not that Michael Jordan was just so much better than all of them. Now, was Michael Jordan better than them? Maybe. It was the difference that great? No. The difference between Michael Jordan and Carl Malone, Michael Jordan and Clyde Drexler, Michael Jordan and Reggie Miller, Michael Jordan and John Stockton, Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley. Patrick Ewing, Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaquille O'Neal, whoever else, Penny Hardaway, whoever else was in the NBA at that time, Magic Johnson, all the players that Michael Jordan beat. The difference between him and them was not that Michael Jordan was just so much better at basketball than those guys. Now, was he necessarily better? I don't know how you even measure who's better at basketball. It's very hard to quantify that. That wasn't the difference. That's not the reason why he beat all of them and why he won a lot more than all they did and why his name is mentioned as the gold standard in basketball as opposed to those guys. The reason why he did what he did and why his legacy is his legacy 20 years after he stopped playing because of his psychology, because of his standards, the standards that he set for himself. And the reason why we come back to standards, the reason why we come back to psychology so often here at Work On Your Game is because standards and psychology are available to all of us at any 
moment. Any of us can choose to set our standards and have the psychology that will allow us to perform at a level that removes us from competing and puts us in a position to dominate. Any of us can do this anytime that we feel like it. We just have to make the conscious choice to do so. And the reason why many of you get stuck in competition is because you have not made the conscious choice to do so. Therefore, your brain has to fill that vacuum with something. So it fills it with noticing what everybody else is doing. All right. What is social media about? Social media is about looking at what everybody else has going on. So we fill that void in our brains with whatever is available, which is what everybody else has going on. So we find ourselves competing because we see, oh, this person is doing this. This person is doing that. This person said this. This person accomplished that. So let me see if I can get to that. And we are constantly distracted by looking at what everybody else is doing instead of focusing on what we need to be doing. I told you this in one of my episodes where I talked about focus. One of the main keys to focus that any of you can use at any time. This is one of the ones that I use the most is I do not pay attention to what anyone else is doing unless I'm using what somebody else is doing for my own personal purposes. In other words, sometimes I have episodes of this show where I come up with an idea for a topic, a masterclass topic on this show based on something that I heard somebody else say. So I like that they said that, or maybe I vehemently disagree with something that somebody said, and I go make an episode out of my agreement or disagreement with what somebody else said. So I'm using them for my own purposes. I'm not looking at them because I'm comparing with their actions to my actions. I don't really give a damn about what nobody else is doing. And again, I say this all the time. There are people I follow on social media. I can't tell you what they have going on in their lives, even though I follow them because I don't scroll through social media to see what they're doing. Right? Some of you right now, I follow you on social media and I can tell you anything you have going on right now unless I've personally spoken to you. Why? Because I'm not scrolling through social media to see what you posted yesterday. I don't know. Don't ask me what you posted yesterday because I do not know because I don't pay attention to what other people are doing. Any of you can adopt this at any time. And the thing is, that void, you're going to create a vacuum in your brain. Because right now that vacuum is being filled with you looking at other people's shit. So when you remove looking at other people's shit, now you got an empty space and you must fill that vacuum with something different. So the question is, what are you going to fill it with? You should know what you're going to fill it with before you empty it. So before you stop paying attention to other people's materials, You got to ask yourself, what am I going to replace this with so that you're not sitting there with an empty space in your brain because your brain will immediately fill that void with something else, which might be worse than what you're already filling it with. So going back to what I was talking about with standards, I just mentioned Tony Robbins talked about Michael Jordan. Now, Michael said my standards are what made me perform at the level that I performed at. Michael Jordan didn't actually say the phrase made me better than everybody. He didn't say that. He doesn't talk like that. But Tony was asking him the question, what made you better than everybody? And Michael kind of said it in a humble way. But Tony talks about this often in his own material. If you've never been to any of his events or ever watched a recording of any of Tony's stuff, I would suggest that you at least go look it up, even if you don't go to an event. I definitely suggest you read this book, as I mentioned a moment ago, called Unleash the Power Within. It's one of the best personal development books I would suggest to anybody. And in that book, he talks about that if you want to raise your level of performance in life in any area, the first thing you must do is set new standards for yourself. The first thing you must do is not go get some money. It is not go read a book. It is not go and get new skills or new talent or new information. That's the first thing that many of you think you need to go do. And it's the reason why many of you can't level up because you have inaccurate formulas that you're operating by. First thing you got to do is set new standards. Then with the standard set, then you decide, okay, in order for me to reach the standard, what needs to happen? Then you change who you're being. Then you change what you're doing. Then you change what you're having in that order. So you set new baselines. That's what standard is. Standard is a baseline. This is the bottom line. This is the least common denominator of what's acceptable here. Do you believe that Apple and Amazon have baselines for performance? You should because they do. Do you believe every Apple store has a baseline for how much revenue they need to be doing every single day? You should believe that because they absolutely do have that. 
Now, if Apple Store doesn't make as many sales in a day as they're supposed to, there's going to be a phone call coming from somebody calling somebody and, and demanding answers of what the hell is going on. If Amazon's not hitting their numbers, somebody's going to call somebody demanding to know why are we not hitting our numbers? In other words, they have standards. If Michael Jordan wasn't hitting his standards. There is a demand that's going to go either with himself or somebody in his circle when he was playing that all right, something needs to change. Michael Jordan famously for many years when he was playing the NBA, I got to see if I can look up this data. When he was playing, Michael Jordan led the NBA in scoring in 1987, 88, 89, and 90. He didn't win the championships any of those years, but then 91, 92, 93. Then he was out in 94. He didn't play most of 95. Then 96, 97, 98. Yes. So he led the NBA in scoring one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten straight seasons. Michael Jordan led the NBA in scoring. And those last six of the 10 that he led the NBA in scoring, those are all years that the Bulls won a championship in the NBA. Now, if you think that was just happenstance that he happened to lead the league in scoring while at the same time playing no team basketball and winning, no, Michael Jordan, it mattered to him to lead the league in scoring. Now, he wasn't a selfish player who was doing it in a way that hurt the team, but he knew exactly what he was doing when he was leading the league in scoring because I read this story. I don't remember which book it was because there were so many different books written about Michael Jordan that one year he was playing in the game and it was maybe the fourth quarter of the game. Michael Jordan was having a great game. He had scored a lot of points and he looked over to the people at the scorer's table, which are the people when you watch a basketball game on TV, the media, not media. Well, sometimes there's a few media people, but like the press people and the stat keepers who sit at the table right there next to the court. And he had about maybe 49 points or something at that point in the game. And he looked over to the scores table people and he said, what is the season high for points in a game so far this season? He meant for the whole NBA, like who has the most points in any game so far this year? And someone answered and they said something like, I don't know if I got the number exactly right, but he said, and the person answered and said, well, the Carl Malone had 54 points in a game. That's the number one scoring output in one game so far this season. And Michael didn't say anything. He heard him and he went into the game and he scored six quick points. So then he had 55. And then he, when he came out of the game, he looked over at the people at the score table. He said, all right, well, now the number one scorer in the season is Michael Jordan, 55 points. The whole thing, I'm telling you that to tell you this, that now in that moment, because you say Michael was competing, not really, because he didn't come into the game thinking about Carl Malone. But the whole point was he was close and he just used that. He used that example of Carl Malone having more points to motivate himself to do what he wanted to do, which is go and put himself at the top of that list just because he was a competitor and he just always looked for something to motivate himself to go do something. I'll tell you another story. Uh, Michael Jordan, since we're talking about him, it don't, I don't remember who this was. He was, the story came from, I believe it was a hockey player who played for the Chicago Blackhawks. I believe this guy's named Jeremy Roenick. I believe this was the guy, maybe messing up the name, but I believe this guy was a hockey player who played for the Chicago hockey team during the years Michael Jordan was playing. Now, Michael, for those of you who don't know, he's a golfer. He likes to golf outside of basketball. And on one particular day, the Bulls had a game at night, and their games are usually, you know, seven-something at night. Michael Jones out on the golf course during the day. He's playing golf with this hockey player from the Chicago hockey team, an NHL team. And Michael liked to bet on the golf course. Now, he's betting with this guy, you know, whatever amount of money they're betting. Michael's a big better, chase better. He's losing, double up, lose, double up. Just keep betting and, until he can win his money back. So he's betting with this golfer, I mean, hockey player, excuse me, and he's losing. The hockey player is beating him. Now, Michael is, he won't let this guy leave the golf course because he's trying to win his money back. 
But eventually he gets to the point where Michael has to leave because he has to go to the arena for the Chicago Bulls game that night. They have a game that night, so he can't stay on the golf course. So he's pissed off because he's losing and he has to pay this guy for his losses on the golf course. So as he and the guy are driving to the arena to drop Michael off, Michael doesn't even go home. He just goes straight to the arena for the basketball game that night. He's no trying to figure out how he can win his money back because right now he's at a point of losing to this hockey player in golf. He doesn't like losing at all. He hates losing. So here's what he says to the hockey player. He says, all right, I'll go double or nothing with you that I'll score 40 points in a game tonight. In the game that he's about to play, the Chicago Bulls about to play. He said, I'll go double or nothing, whatever I owe you. So let's say he's down $30,000 to this guy. He's like, I'll go double or nothing and I'll score at least 40 points in a game tonight. And the hockey player takes him on the bet. So Michael Jordan goes out and scores 50 points in the game that night. I'm telling you that story to tell you this, that he set standards for himself. He set his own standards. He would make up standards just to make sure he didn't give himself a chance to coast. And that's how you get to the point of dominating instead of competing. And I did it a virtual mentors episode on Michael Jordan, episode 1217, by the way, if you have not heard that. So we talk about baselines, as I just said. Amazon has baselines. They have baselines for sales. Apple has baselines. Michael Phelps. You read any stories about Michael Phelps leading up to that Olympics when he set all those records and he won all those gold medals? Everybody knows the Olympics is every four years, right? So Michael Phelps decided after the 2004 Olympics that he was going to try to win all those medals in the 2008 Olympics, which had never been done before. He and his trainer had to prepare for that for four years, four years of training to get there. You think Michael Phelps had a baseline for how he was going to do it? He knew exactly what he needed to do in each race. He said, all right, I got to win this race. I got to win whatever number of medals he won. He said, we got to win all of these races. Now, you think he had a baseline for how he trained? You think he had a baseline for what kind of numbers he needed to hit in his training swims? You think he had a baseline for how much food he was eating, how much sleep he was getting, how he was working out? You think he had a baseline for all that stuff? Of course he did. You think that happened just by luck? You think just because he was talented and because he worked hard and he got motivated? That he just was all of a sudden going to do something that no swimmer had ever done before in a competition with the best swimmers in the world. That doesn't happen by randomness. It happens because it was planned. All long-term success is planned, folks. It does not happen by accident. You can read many articles about how Michael Phelps trained for that 2008 Olympics. What standards are you setting for yourself? And are they based on what you see other people doing or are they based on what you believe you can do for yourself? This is a very important question. And who you have around you who will help you set and reach the standards that you are placing on yourself? Or are you kind of running around, you're kind of chicken with his head cut off, just going in all different directions, not quite sure exactly where you're going or why? Which one are you? And then once you do have standards or baselines, what structures do you have in place to make sure you actually live up to your standards? Michael Phelps had a coach. Michael Jordan had a coach. Tony Robbins had coaches. Amazon and Apple have entire teams of people whose very job is to make sure those baselines get hit. And then people whose job is to come in and whip the stick around if those baselines are not being hit. In other words, none of them is doing it by themselves. What are you doing? Do you have structures in place to make sure you live up to the standards that you are wanting to set? You can't answer these questions. You got to get some help. And you got to get some help ASAP because this is costing you your opportunity. It's costing you your life right now. All right, I'm not, this is not a joke. Let's recap today's class, which is stop competing and start dominating. Again, I've heard many people talk about this in many different categories to the point that I can't even credit any one person for seeding this idea. I've heard 50 people talk about this. So it's time for me to talk about it. Number one, 
The best in every category is not really in competition with anyone else. Apple, McDonald's, Michael Phelps, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan. Who are their competition? Nobody. There is no competition. All right. They are competing against themselves. Everybody else is competing against them. Number two, how do you do this? Stop measuring yourself by what everybody else does and set your own standards based on what you can do. Tony Robbins talked about this at one of his events. He's another great example of this. He told us that Michael Jordan told him that the reason MJ got to the level he was at because he wasn't competing against other basketball players. He was competing against himself and what he was capable of. And even though all these people I'm talking about are skilled and talented and they have resources and they have good people on their teams, that's not the reason that they dominate. They dominate because of point number three, standards, baselines, psychology is the way that they think. That is why they separate themselves from everybody else. Tony talks about this in his book called Unleash the Power Within. If you haven't read it, go get it. They all have baselines and standards for themselves. Amazon, do you think they have sales standards? Oh, absolutely. Does Apple have sales standards? They absolutely do. David Stern, who was the former commissioner of the NBA, he's passed away now, but he would call sometimes NBA owners if because he would watch what was going on in the games every night. And if there was a, a team had a home game, there weren't a lot of people in the stands. He would call the owner and ask them, why the hell are there no fans in your stands? What are you doing to fix this? All right. These things matter. All right. And people who perform at a really high level set standards and they have a certain psychology that leads to them dominating. The psychology doesn't make them dominate. It leads to the actions that lead to domination. Remember what we talk about. Be, do, have. The mindset is the standard and the baseline. The actions follow the standard and the baseline and the results follow the actions. Everybody follow me? Think Michael Phelps has standards for how he trained for four damn years getting ready for that legendary Olympics that he had? You think Michael Jordan has standards for how he trained before every season to perform the way that he did? You. Where do you want to go? How do you want to perform? And what standards are you setting? And then what do you put in place to make sure you're performing to that level? These people that I mentioned, none of them did it just thinking to themselves what they're going to do. And then they just went out and did it. They had people around them. They said, Michael Phelps said to his trainer, this is what I want to do. The trainer said, okay, this is what you want to do. Here's what we got to do in order to make it happen. You sure you want to do this? They did it together. The team did it. Michael Jordan told his trainer, this is what I want to do. Here's how I want to perform. Trainer said, okay, this is what you want to do. Here's how we got to make it happen. You ready for this? And they went at it. That's how it works. It's the same thing you need to be doing for yourself. You're doing this all by yourself. You're doing it, first of all, slowly. Secondly, you're doing it inefficiently. Third, you're doing it ineffectively. Fourth, you're not going to achieve it uh, because nobody does it all by themselves. Even the best people in the world at what they do, people I've just been talking about for the last 30 minutes, none of them did it alone. And you're going to do it by yourself? Really? All that said, text me. Let me know you want to get the daily motivation I send out every single day for free. My number is 305-384-6894. And workonyourgameuniversity.com. You're ready to stop doing everything by yourself and failing to hit these lofty standards and baselines that you want to set for yourself. How about you start doing it the right way, the effective and efficient way, which is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Links to the number and the university down below in the description. Work on your game. Dre all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me. 305-384-6894. Are you tired of feeling like a human science experiment with that cabinet full of supplements of junk you're taking every day and don't even know what it is? You can't even pronounce half the stuff you're putting in your body. I know you know what I'm talking about. So say hello 
to AG1. This is a supplement that I take besides protein and water. The only other thing I take, your one-stop shop for all things health and vitality. It's like having a team of superheroes in a single bottle ready to rescue you from nutrient deficiencies and boost your overall well-being. That sounds good, right? Let me tell you what AG1 is. It's the ultimate multitasker, delivering a powerful blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and other incredible ingredients all at once. It's like a nutrient-packed smoothie, but without the blender, without the mess, and without that questionable flavor combination that you had yesterday. With AG1, you'll get the nutrients you need without the taste bud turmoil. And any of you who's been taking a lot of stuff, you know what I'm talking about. But hold on, there's more. When you jump on the AG1 train today, you're going to get an epic offer. Here's the offer. Get a free one-year supply of vitamin D. That's the sunshine vitamin that keeps your immune system and bones in top shape. And that's not all. You're going to enjoy five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment, ensuring that you stay on top of your health game even while you're on the go. And all you got to do is take a scoop of this stuff or one travel pack, eight ounces of water, and your shaker bottle, which AG1 will give to you. So this is the simplest, easiest way to get nutrients for your body every single day. You don't need a blender. You don't need ice. You don't have to try random combinations, none of that garbage. Say goodbye to all of that. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and join the AG1 party for a healthier, happier you. Your taste buds and your body will thank you. I don't know if you noticed, but I drink a lot of water. Aside from the AG1 I take every day and my protein shake, I drink 200 ounces of water every single day, which is a lot of water. So if you're like me and you're tired of dealing with plastic bottles, and you're craving a better way to quench your thirst because you're tired of ingesting plastic that comes from drinking out of a plastic bottle, because that's what you're doing, by the way, if you didn't know. I want you to say hello to AquaTrue, the coolest reverse osmosis water purifier out there. With AquaTrue, you can say goodbye to those plastic bottle woes because you know what happens when you get done with that bottle after you get done drinking plastic. It ends up in the ocean. It ends up in landfills. It just ends up hurting the environment. So how about we stop doing that? No more wasting money. No more environmental guilt. Just pure, refreshing water whenever you want it. So you can sip on goodness without that plastic mess in the process. And guess what? As a special treat, you're going to get $100 off of any of AquaTrue's awesome models. That's whether it's the AquaTrue Classic, AquaTrue Connect, AquaTrue Undersink, or AquaTrue Carafe. You'll be sipping smartly and saving money. So think about this. No more lugging those heavy cases of bottled water. You ever see somebody walking around with the in the elevator or going up the steps with a big case of bottled water? You don't need to do that anymore. You can stop drinking plastic because it's not good for you. No more worried about hitting chemicals that's in that plastic or in your tap water. AquaTrue's advanced filtration technique zaps away contaminants, giving you pure, tasty hydration right there in the comfort of your own home. So when you are ready to upgrade your drinking game, which you should be right now, based on what I just told you, head over to workonyourgame.com slash AT. That's for AquaTrue. Workonyourgame.com slash AT and explore the AquaTrue lineup. You're going to get $100 off any filter you decide to get involved with because great water should not cost an arm and a leg. That's workonyourgame.com slash AT. Workonyourgame.com slash AT. Quench your thirst the AquaTrue way and enjoy the freedom of pure, refreshing water, hassle-free. Get your Aqua True today.